Carly McGrath is the Toronto Rose and uh, will be representing Toronto in Ireland at the Rose of Tralee Festival this year, 2018. And uh, Carly, uh, she is originally from Cooley County Louth and obviously has migrated over to this side of the Atlantic to Toronto. And she received her Bachelor of Arts in International uh, Honours degree from Maynooth, and that was in 2014. And um, she has studied in Vienna and uh, specialised in economics and cultural sciences there. So rather than me tell everything about Carly, we're going to let Carly talk a little about herself. Carly, welcome. Hello, Austin. Thank you very much for having me. So, um, yeah, for you. So, you, you, a little bit of your background. When did you when did you emigrate? Um, it was just, it was October two thousand fourteen when I made the the move. Uh, when I got the one way ticket and, and never looked back. <laughs> I had just recent, recently graduated. I was graduated about probably three to four weeks, and just after the day or two after I graduated from um, Manus. I booked a flight. I said to mum and dad, that's it, I'm um, I'm going to go. And they kind of looked at me and laughed. I said, yeah, Carly, you know, you will, yeah. And uh, I, came in, I came in two minutes later. I said, flight booked, I'm leaving on the, tw- on the 23rd of October. And they just kind of laughed and went with it. And four weeks later, I was on my way, on my Todd, over to Toronto, and I'm still there. So you came over originally on one of the two-year visas, did you? No, no, no. I was born in, in Toronto um, in 1992. So... We actually flew home on my second birthday, um, my parents and brother and myself. And ever since that, I always said I'd come back when I turned 21 and graduated university. So the minute I graduated, I think it was just always in my head, you know, um, being born in Canada and, and having those first two years in Toronto was one of the first things that I learned about myself and that I knew. I knew about that um, I held that Canadian passport and I was very blessed to have it. So. It was always in my head, and then I didn't have a major plan after university. I um, I didn't know what I wanted to get into for for the long term, so I took it as an opportunity to get some exposure in a in a real populated city like Toronto. And I I'll ne- it's a decision I'll never regret. So when you arrived back, Carly, then did you did you have much difficulty getting integrated, settling down, and getting a job? Believe it or not, no. And I think it's probably because I did live in Vienna for the year. So I got a bit of exposure, and I, I'd like to travel around Europe a little bit. So I had a good bit behind my belt before going. So I didn't feel like I was I was going in, you know, with no knowledge to, to adapt. And, and I think when you're, you know, I was 17 when I went to university, and I moved up to Manus and lived there. So I didn't leave, live at home, you know, full-time since that, since when, when I was um, just ending my, my year in secondary school, my last year. So... You just have to adjust and adapt to the ways of the new city and the new places and the cultures. And the exposure is great and the experience is great. So I believe it or not, it wasn't too much of a culture shock to me to say that, you know, I, when I moved to Vienna, it was a little bit more of a culture shock. But that was maybe because I didn't speak German <laughs> and everybody else did. But um, no, Toronto was, believe it or not, it took a while because I went in October, even though people told me not to go when the winter was about to start. But I didn't listen. I just said, "Why not make it more difficult for myself?" Well, you could have come to you could you could have come to Ottawa and really made it difficult for yourself. <laughs> That's true. So the weather in the weather in Toronto is a little bit more tolerable for the wind. Yeah, you're probably right there. I'm I'm not giving ourselves 
enough enough credit there, not giving yourself enough credit in and all for that. So um, when you arrived over on the Canadian side back, because now you're coming back to Canada rather than from any coming to Canada, uh, you um, got you got involved with Durham, uh, the Gaelic. I did. Yeah. Right off the bat, yeah, I didn't have too much of a choice. I had a, a, fa- a family friends and close friends that stayed with Durham um, when I moved over there, and they were like, "Okay, Carly, put on the blue jersey and come to train." And so that was it. And oh, it's it's great. I mean, the the Irish community over in Toronto is amazing, and thus with the GAA, it's just phenomenal. The people that you meet are your friends, and then become your family because you know you don't have too many family members over there, so. You just unite, and it's just amazing. I would recommend, even if you don't play, you know, there's committees, there's events, there's everything. It's it's something for everyone. And had you played sports, uh, particularly GAA, before you came back? Yeah, I played for Cooley Kickhams for my whole life growing up. So the GAA was in the blood. <laughs> right, right. And I was delighted to keep it going because it's a, it's a great outlet and it's a great sport and keeps you fit and... There's no real negativities to it. I, it was brilliant now. And you mentioned the GEA community in Toronto, uh, Durham, uh, that it's a very strong community. But the overall, the Irish community in Toronto, particularly with what would be your generation, is very active. We are. We're so active. And um, it's beautiful because even my mom had mentioned they're, they're there now. Had it was, the first time they had landed over was for the selection night, and that would have been for instance 23 years and my mom had said that they weren't particularly involved in anything and it wasn't as as well known back in the day so she just just realizes how lucky that we are now that we get to we get to be involved as as much as we are so you mentioned the selection night there so of course you were as i said at the intro you're back in ireland for uh, the Rose of Tralee to represent Toronto. Um, you would have been very familiar with the Rose growing up and watched it, I'm sure, every August on TV. Yeah, it was a ritual. It was something that was done every, every, every weekend in in August. You know, you'd sit on the Monday, Tuesday evening, and you'd watch it and you'd laugh, and it was it's great. And you grow up as a young girl in Ireland, and for those who know it abroad, you know, you just grow up and you just want to be a rose. You want to be admired like they are admired and you just look up to them because, you know, they're they're phenomenal women that, you know, have done so much with their lives and they're promoting positivity and it uh, was great now. And yeah, I was well used to it now. So it was always a goal of mine and it was always something that I wanted to, wanted to attempt or wanted to be involved in in some way. So I just kind of found that this year was my year. I had wanted to do it for a little while and put it off a little while, uh, for a little bit and maybe I was busy or whatnot. I just felt like this year was the time to give it a go. So um, I set it as a goal for 2018 and here I am now ready in the middle of getting ready to go to the Tralee for the festival and taking part in it. So, uh, it's, a, it's a dream come true. So have you ever gone to Tralee before during the festival? Yes, I was in Tralee in 2012 for um, one of the Loud Roses. We were there to support her. Uh, she played for Cooley Kickham's Patricia Marmion. So we went down to support Patricia, a few team members, and oh, to say it was an experience would be an understatement. It was amazing. Now, the crack we had was brilliant, and I'd recommend anyone to go. Yeah, I, I actually, I think I remember that year. I remember all the supporters Patricia had that particular year. Yeah, we probably weren't the quiet now, I wouldn't imagine, in the crowd cheering her on. <laughs> <laughs> in Dome, you know. 
Right. So the great thing for you then is not only do you have the background as an international rose, not only do you have the background of being very familiar with the rose from growing up, but you also have experience of having attended the dome and sensing the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Does that intimidate you in any way? Does that intimidate you in any way? No, surprisingly not. And I don't know if it's just because I'm very busy with everything, but I haven't even thought about the nerves or the intimidation that, and you know, that does take place because there's a lot of people and, you know, we, um, we're going to be very busy. So there's a lot going on for us roses, but no, I am just ecstatic. I can't wait. I caught, I, w- I couldn't sleep on the plane on the way, on the way home to Dublin. I was just, I was buzzing. I couldn't wait for this to happen. I've been counting down the days and the weeks and I am just so, I'm so lucky and um, awesome that I get to represent Toronto. You know, even though I'm from here, I'm from County Loud and Cooley, and I grew up with the Rose of Tralee, but I just have this this amazing connection with Toronto. It's my, it's you know, it's a second home for me. I'm calling it home again. So to be able to represent the city is just, um, it's humbling. Like, it's something that I never imagined I'd be able to get the chance to do. Is there a loud Rose this year? There is. I'm meeting Anne-Marie tomorrow, actually. Um She's from Dundalk. She's from the Dundalk town, yeah. So she, um, I'm looking forward to that. And normally the roses share, um, they bunk as couple, like two. Yeah, we have a roommate, yeah. And do you know who your roommate is yet? No, we'll find out now on Monday when we arrive in Kildare for the start of the festival. <laughs> so, so we'll have some crack. Indeed you will, so it's the calm before the storm at the moment. Yeah, oh it is, oh it surely, surely is now. And I'm, I'm a bit of a last minute minute person, I don't, you know, I don't, I like to get organised, but sure, it's, there's no fun in that, you know, you need a few a few mishaps and I'm running around in the last few days like a, like a headless chicken, <laughs> trying to get everything in order. So you say you're running around, so you're actually, ba- you are back in Ireland, you got took the opportunity to head home or head back to, back to Ireland, because home at this stage is Toronto. Back to Ireland. Home is Toronto, yes. I'm back to Ireland. You're back to Ireland. And um, how has that been since you arrived back? Oh, it's great. I hit the ground running now. I landed in on the last Saturday, the August 4th, and I sent myself straight to a wedding. Because why not? You know, don't sleep, Carly, for 24 hours. Just go to a wedding. <laughs> I had good friends getting married, so I hit the ground running. And then I got home to Cooley um, on the Sunday to see family members and just see the beautiful Cooley Mountains as well. So I'm settled back in, no problem now. It's just, um, it's great to have family friends around to help me get organised and wish me well. I've gotten, um, there's a few few canvas pictures up of me, you know, at the head of the road and at different, different spots where the world can see. So I'm definitely getting a lot of support from here as well as Toronto, of course. But it's nice to, to come home or to come back from Toronto, you know, and have a little bit of support here. It's lovely. So um, I know many people outside of Ireland and, and having spent as much time as you did living in Ireland before going to Toronto, the understanding and the perception of the rose, I would say, is different internationally than it is in Ireland. Um, did you sense that or notice that when you arrived in Toronto? I mean, not really. I think you just have to, for people that don't know what it is, you just have to explain a little bit more to them and, and try to, you know, give them a bit of history on it. It's a traditional festival and it is, 
it's unique, you know, it's one of a kind. And people that don't know what it is or have never heard of it before, you know, they they immediately are interested when you tell them how traditional it is and, you know, the fun that it is and that it's a celebration of young women all over Ireland and the Irish diaspora, you know, coming together with this. Like, I could be, I could have absolutely nothing in common with, with some girls apart from this tiny bit of heritage that we have and that we share together. So that is so unique itself. But just, you just have to describe it as the celebration that it really is. And it's a lot of fun because some people don't know what it is. A lot of people that I work with were like, what, what are you doing? And then you get the chance to, you know, brag about the festival and brag about how unique that um, that it is and how traditional that it is. Indeed. Well, Carly, I'm going to let you go. I want to thank you for taking the time. And when you get to Tralee, give Dahi my regards. I will, of course. <laughs> and uh, have you ever met Dahi? No, not yet. Oh, you have a treat in store. Yeah, this will be the first time I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, as I say, give Dahi my regards and uh, I wish you all the best and hope that uh, every minute from when you start the festival to when it ends, that it ends up as a memory that you treasure for all your life. Thank you so much. And I'm wishing everyone back in Toronto and Ottawa and the greater Canada area uh, uh, a big hello and I'll be back shortly. <laughs> Thanks, Carly. Thank you.